Sponsor Love with Brent and Jeff. The Royal Society for Total Dorks. Good evening, everyone. It's the Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. And guess what? What, Jeff? We're starting a brand new series back to yes! back. So excited. You thought we were going to relent, but we will not relent. You <laughs> thought you could contain us, but, but you could only hope to contain that's us. That's right. You can't even stop. It's ridiculous. So, because, uh, you know, the spirit's alive and well. And uh, in our hearts, and of course, if we're bringing the spirit, then the spirit can never be contained. That's so right. That's how we We're figure. bringing the funk, the whole funk, and nothing but the funk. To the OT. That's right. The very For the very first time, The Altar Life will be beginning a series from the Old Testament. That's exciting, actually. It is really exciting. I'm excited about digging into the Old Testament a little bit. Yeah. We don't, we don't pick sides. You know, we don't, uh, we don't favor one over the other. It's all the full counsel of God. And tonight we're beginning a series in the book of Daniel. A lot of us are familiar with it from our early years. You're listening to The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Fighting Instinct, and thank you for tuning in. We are excited about another Daniel series. And uh, Sorry. Man, if you couldn't tell, I shouldn't even have to say we're excited. You could just tell in our voice we're so amped up. Um, the book of Daniel. And um, it's on page 855 in your Bible, <laughs> if you have my Bible, one like mine. If you have mine, that is full of expository 4, notes. 4,000. <laughs> yeah, it's 1,418. Wow. It's like an extra 600 pages for your Bible. Of just study notes. It's unbelievable. And your Bible's bigger than mine, look. It's, it's actually got more surface area by, on the page. It does. It, half of it is like notes. Uh, I know. And it's good. It, it helps me out a lot. I'm glad. I'm glad that helps. My my Bible that I use is just Bible Bible. Yeah. Stuff, I tried you know. to downsize, you know, about a two or year, two or three years ago, and I got like a nice, cool hand, you know, leather bound, nice black, smaller Bible, and I gave it away to somebody because I didn't like it. Really? I went back to my old my old standard. It doesn't matter what necessarily um, Bible you're reading. As long as it's the Bible. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, I honestly, I couldn't find anything in it. Like, I was so used to how the verses were on, like, that corner of the page. You know what right, I mean? You right. get familiar oh, with Oh, yeah, you know exactly where it is yeah, on the like, page. Yeah, like, I don't know what the verse is, but I know where it is on the page. So when I had this new Bible, I was like, I can't read this. So a kid that I knew didn't have a Bible, so I just gave it to him, and I bought That's cool. a new one. So, yeah, it was a cool little, little story. Cool. But well, anyway. We're going to be plodding through chapter by chapter through Daniel. And so we're, of course, the first episode, we're parked in chapter one. Yeah. Which is the logical place to start <laughs> when you want to start something. Um, start in the beginning. Yeah. So um, we're going to be talking about Daniel 1 tonight and the story. It's a very familiar story um, of the the young men who got captured and went to Babylon and are being encouraged to partake in the king's delicacies and wine um, and they don't want to defile themselves so they respectfully ask if they don't they can be excused from that and um, you know and it's proven at the end that uh, they were better off and uh, we're going to be talking about that digging into that as we continue tonight just looking at how that applies to our lives you know and how how it applies to us living that altar life you know that's what our show's called it's about laying your life down on the altar of Christ and uh, being able to re- being able to live for him sold out that was a 90s flashback eager with unspoken good uh, imagery in that song about toasting drinks and drinking wine and whining and whining about the times 
you know, it's you know, hobnobbing and rubbing elbows and being in the the ritzy areas. Yeah, and that's kind of where caviar. Daniel, Mishael, Azariah, and Hananiah were. And you're like, who? That's right. That was their real names before they got changed. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, they were surrounded by all these great opportunities. Kind of like when you think about Joseph and all the opportunities he had to sin when he was, you know, second in command and all that stuff. There's a lot of instances in the Bible where God allows people to be in areas where they're going to be tempted by the peer pressure and the culture that they're surrounded in, but he asks them to abstain. And he calls us to be separate and to come out of the world um, from among the world, not out of the world completely, but to, to live separately, to live holy. Yeah, and it's like, okay, which king are you going to serve? Because these guys were being um, encouraged to eat the king's delicacies, the Babylon king's delicacies. And, you know, we're being asked by our king, Jesus, <laughs> to eat of his delicacies, to eat of the good stuff that he wants to give us. And really, it's a choice that we all are faced with. And, um, you know, obviously, you know, when we put it in that light, there's an obvious choice, right? Choose the, the heavenly king over the earthly king. But sometimes that's hard. You know, when we think about this topic, the king's delicacies, it's not a word we use all the time, delicacies. But I think a lot of times we when we want people to not sin, we make sin like ugly and like, oh, it's, it's terrible and stuff. You know, they, they weren't tempted to defile themselves with like junk food and, you know, it's like these dirty chips and like, you know, <laughs> generic brand pretzel rods. <laughs> you know, it was like, this was the choice. I mean, this was like the biggest banquet buffet, top notch. Imagine like five star restaurant, but being unlimited buffet. Yeah. You know, not like little puny portions for $50 a pop. You know, this was it. You had everything at your fingertips. And I think that we can sometimes romance the story and be like, they wanted what was better because, you know, all the stuff the king wanted to give them was bad and yeah, it was right. nasty, you know, because <laughs> that's like the that's easy to portray yeah. it to kids. It's like, this was bad. This was a good. The end. They chose good. And yeah. They won. Yeah. <laughs> the good guys won in the end. Yeah. And um, what I think is so cool about this story is that, you know, God's way is proven better. And that's what we're talking about tonight. Um even when it didn't appear that way, or maybe the world wouldn't see it that way. And it's, you know, it's important for us to look at things through, you know, the mind of Christ that we have when we become a Christian to, to see the things and ask God to show us what is better because sometimes it's really confusing. (laughs) Yeah, totally. The uh, eunuch, who's the guy, the chief of the eunuchs who they were asking for permission to be excused from eating these delicacies the comment, the question was an honest question, I think. He asked, you know, why should your faces look worse than all the other people who are eating all the king's food? It's like he was generally concerned, like, you're going to starve yourself, you know? You're not going to be better off. You know, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do that? We, You need to be as healthy. You're on the king's staff, of course. You know, you need to be up there with everybody else. And, um, you know, I love Daniel's response, but he was like, you know, check us out. Try us out. You know, let us go on, monitor our progress. You'll see. And uh, put ultimately put our God to the test. I mean, that was what Daniel was challenging them to do, and um, you know, and that's that's what happened. God came through because He always does. He always answers the mail on His word, um, and you know, that's what we should be challenging ourselves tonight. You know, the application throughout the whole night is going to be okay. How, what does that really look like in our lives? You know, how do we apply that to our current situation? The Altar Life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now, don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The Altar Life.
with Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. That was Bliss by Delirious. And uh, as you move on in the story, you find that um, the eunuch agrees to Daniel's petition about allowing them to be tested for 10 days. He's like, we'll eat the vegetables and drink water. Let them eat and gorge themselves on all the, the fatty, delicious, amazing, mm, good food um, and wine and all that the pleasures. And at the end of 10 days, we'll see who's right as far as who's healthier, who's in better shape and, and, and all that. And the guy agrees because God gave him favor, gave Daniel favor with, with this guy. And uh, 10 days goes by. And at the end, it says that their, their features appeared better and they were fatter in flesh in a good way. Not like they were just fat, but like, you know, they had rosy cheeks and that, you know, they looked very healthy and all the other guys, meanwhile, are like, you know, have chicken grease dripping off their chins and their belts are breaking and they're saggy, you know, <laughs> you guys know, I don't have to go any further about what sags when you're, fat visual when you're a man. Um, <laughs> I have problems, love handles and such. Um, but it's great because God's proven right. And yeah. it really is a good parallel to our spiritual life in that. You know, God's way isn't just right because it's God's way and it has right. to be right. Like, it's actually for our benefit. And I think sometimes we look at the temporary result of going God's way and the pain and maybe the hardship that comes from that. And we're like, oh, it's ridiculous. But really, ultimately, the, 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 the end is better for us all the way around. You know, one of the things that, um, you know, I was reminded of is that, you know, the Israelites had a law and God set up, here's how I want you to run your life, basically down to the nth degree, you know, basically giving them all the guidelines and what to eat so that, you know, they were protected from diseases and those kinds of things and what was clean, what wasn't clean, all that fun stuff. And it's like, it wasn't just a religious activity, although it was, it was for the benefit of their people, for those people, you know, this is how you should live. And there was benefits out of that, you know, it was a health, there was health benefits out of that. There was, you know, physical benefit there was financial benefit you know things were organized they knew how to govern themselves it was all these things that god built into the law that was so special and um of course he did that because he loved his people you know it's like i think about as a parent um you you develop laws and, and guidelines you want your kids to follow because you love them you know it's better for them and um you know, here Daniel is being faced with, he knows what the law is. He knows what's going to keep him healthier. He knows all those things. That's how he grew up. And he's in a situation where people are telling him otherwise. And he's like, no, it doesn't make sense. I want to obey the Lord and what I've been called to do. And uh, they'll see. And it's cool because God proves with through the life of Daniel that, look, God's way is better. And the outcome is... Um, the steward took away all the portion of delicacies and the wine that they were to drink and gave them vegetables. I mean, that, he's like, fine, go for it. You know, you're actually better off than we are. So, um, you know, touche, you've been proven right. And, <laughs> and, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the, the lesson here. And it's like, you know, how often are we facing a situation, whether we're at school or whether we're at our jobs or whether we're just at our families? And family's probably the one that's, that's the trickiest one because they're the people that are closest to you that love you and um, want the best for you or you think they want the best for you um, they should want the best for you and they'll tell you no you're not making any sense with your life you know following Christ that much that's not really you know what are you doing you're wasting your life you're spending all your time at church and you're not doing things like working and getting money and making it and there's all these like things that people trip on us and at the end of the day what really matters 
whose who's delicacies are we feasting on? Is it the Lord's or is it the stuff of the world that's being jammed down our throat? You have to email us. You just have to, period. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. We know you have a computer. www.thealterlife.com. And you're like, oh, well, I can't get to my home computer. My internet's broke. Well, chances are you probably have some type of internet on your phone now. All these people with their high-tech gadgetry. It's not that hard. Find us on Facebook. We're there. You can comment and do all that fun stuff. You can do whatever you want just to get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know where you're listening from. If you're online listening across the world, rent a plane, fly a banner over our house to say hi, you know, yeah. whatever you want. Whatever you want to do, it's fine. Um, <laughs> as long as you do it. It's all about action. Not words, but action on the Altar Life. And um, you can go to our website, thealterlife.com, generic email box ready for you. All you have to yep. do is click on it and type in your just little say hi. hi. That's it. That's it. I want to see how many emails we can get this week to just say hi. That's it. Yeah. It's a challenge. Do it. Do it. You're unbelievable. The Ultra. This is unbelievable. I cannot believe this. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. That was hard to believe by Vota. And it's our unbelievable segment, ladies and gentlemen. And tonight we're going to be talking about something that's very near and dear to Brent and I's hearts. um, (laughs) As far as our opinions. And um, that is the element of being a party crasher. Yeah. You know, they made a movie called Wedding Crashers. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about party crashers. Yeah. People just show up unannounced. Yeah. You know, you got the invites going out. People spend time and effort to write up the invitation. You know, it's all nice. You send it. You pick the right people that you want to be there. Yeah. You're strategic because you can't invite everybody because yeah. there's a limited number of funds, right? So you <laughs> strategically, you know, pick those people out and then, you know, so-and-so tells so-and-so, oh, wow, maybe I'll stop by. Oh, so-and-so says so-and-so, oh, maybe I'll stop by. And then all of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, who are you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who you are. And you're at this party and eating the food that I paid for. And do you even bring a gift? <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I at least compensate for the loss of food Look, consumption. At least bring me a gift, dude. Come on. Come on. You're like, oh, uh, Jake invited me. Well, who's Jake? <laughs> Jake wasn't invited. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you know, it's always one of those things. And um, right up there, you know, we, we're both married, so we've experienced this, is also people who say they're coming and then don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll be there. You know, yeah. even to the extent when it's like RSVP. Right. Which oh, means totally. reserve space vacated persons. I don't know. I don't know what it may, stands for. I know some other language, but I just made that up. Um, <laughs> but it's like, RSVP I'm going to send in the pre-stamped postcard that says I'm coming. Yep. So I think, oh, well, if they send it in, that means they're coming, so I'm going to pay for their meal. And then guess what? No. No. You just don't show. I mean, it's no uh, show. In those instances, I hope my party is crashed. And dude, in that case, still send a gift. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's, really, it's all about the gift. You know. Postage is not cheap anymore, people. <laughs> Everything's going online. Because you no. see the post see, office, they're closing like, down on Saturdays. Man, I need to send in my my bill for my check for the electric company. So sweet, I got a stamp. You know? Yeah, it's like, I guess use my <laughs> stamp. Just cut it off and tape it onto a new envelope, <laughs> hoping that that's the postage awesome. doesn't go up before you get it in the mail. Uh, so you have to buy funny. one of those two cent stamps. All right, party crashers, woohoo! I think it's a good. I think it's a good thing. It's unbelievable. I would never. I would never do it. It's think it's about just, other people for a change. Yeah. Word. Where did this tasty lick come from? The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. That was Anthem by Ever Stays Red to kick off Hour 2. Thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it, y'all. 
Yeah, Daniel chapter 1, it's sweet, man. You should read it on your own. Check out, open your Bible up and uh, check it out for yourself. You know, um, we're not going to be able to to exhaustively study through this book like it deserves. Yeah. Um, we're just going to be hitting the highlights on the way through, but we just want to encourage everyone to get in the Word, man. It's. I wish I spent more time in the Word, honestly, yeah. you know. Um, I do, but I wish I spent had more time in my life to spend time, more time in the Word. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and that's an excuse because I could, I probably could cut things out of my life, yeah. not to get on a trip, that's um, right. <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's awesome. The more that, the more of the word that's in you, the more fruit that's going to come out of the Lord being able to just do things through you with his spirit. And it's just, oh, it's just good stuff, man. Yeah. So, and we're talking about the King's delicacies tonight. And I think it's, it's, it's really important to, to hit on verse eight when it says that Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not consume the King's delicacies. And, he knew that to to, to sh- take part in all those things, that that would mean that he might be intoxicated, might become addicted to, to the lavish luxuries and all that stuff. And that's what we're surrounded by in our culture is all these intoxicating things that are enticing us and just like, hey, this is something new. This is a pleasure for you. And um, I can just visualize myself being in this scenario, not in the Daniel and his friends group, but when the unit came in, it was like, guess what, boys? We're taking away the delicacies. Here's vegetables and water. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, what? what? <laughs> Meanwhile, Daniel and his friends are eating vegetables and water and looking great and healthy and being, you know, accepted among all the kings and the rulers and all this stuff. And I'm sitting there, oh, I want my fried chicken. <laughs> <laughs> they probably weren't well received among their peers, I would assume. From fried chicken and Diet Coke to asparagus and Nalgene bottle, water bottles. <laughs> oh, man. Dishonored. That's rough. <laughs> The oh gosh mineral water and cauliflower <laughs> like where's my taco bell at i know well something probably higher grade than taco bell which in my world that doesn't exist <laughs> that uh, is the chipotle highest. yeah chipotle is awesome yeah. but um you know it, it takes and if you chipotle if you want to send us a check we'd be more than willing to accept it for the free advertising Send it to the Ultra Life care of Brent and Jeff. <laughs> Just kidding. P.O. <laughs> box. Um, the idea of standing up in the midst of that culture. I mean, this wasn't even their culture. Right. You know what I mean? Like, this was them being ripped away from their families. They were, okay, you're going to serve this king that basically overthrew everything you've known. And you're going to serve him faithfully. You know, just think about that. I think the problem is sometimes we read these Bible stories and we... We see them as nice little stories, but we don't put ourselves in the story and see what it would be like. If all this stuff happened to you, would you be faithful to God? If God said, don't do not do this. Yeah. What I'm going to do is I'm going to take you out of your comfort zone, take everything away from you, put you in an uncomfortable place when you're going to be tempted to just give in to your pleasures and you're not, gonna, you're not yeah. going to do that. It's just so crazy. And Daniel's like, okay, we're going to do it. It just blows my mind. This was like boot camp for them. You know, they were stolen out. They were taken out of their environment and they were, you know, basically sent to this boot camp for three years, it says, to uh, learn how to be like on on the king's staff. And of course, they had peers. They had, they were being compared. Um, They wanted to be the best of their class. They wanted to succeed. And I'm sure they had that worry, you know, like we have that worry, you know, we're in and it's like, man, if I don't do that, I'm not going to be as good as the person next to me. I'm not going to look as good as the person next to me. Um, I might have to compromise my morals a little bit just to get ahead. I mean, we have those thoughts, and um, they probably had the same thoughts, you know. But yet, 
what's awesome is that Daniel purpose in his heart not to defile himself. It was a conscious decision that he had to make. The Alter Life. Seeing isn't believing. With Brent and Jeff. Believing is seeing. A Jeremy Camp classic, Walk by Faith. It's a great song. It's going to go down in one of the best songs ever for history in terms of yep. content. But anyway. Yup, yup. Yo, Jeremy Camp, shout out. What's up? <laughs> Come be on our show. <laughs> Support the Alter Life with your monetary help <laughs> it's all about like, giving gifts and monetary reward you know, yeah tonight jeremy camp your delicacies are our delicacies <laughs> i don't know Sorry. Uh, anyway check out our website <laughs> i guess the ultralife.com yes um oh man I'm, I'm liking this topic i'm really excited yeah. about a new series it's it's kind of overwhelming because we just did an eight part series to jump into another series, but yeah. I think it's totally going to be swinging from Beatitudes and NT to Daniel and the OT. It's awesome. I'm just thinking of a verse in Second uh, Corinthians real quick. It says, "Come out from among them and be separate," says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean. I think that's pretty cool. And then he goes on in chapter seven and says, "Having these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness in the flesh and the spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God." pretty sweet all right that was leap of faith sanctus real and so often when we're in the situation where we have to decide how we're going to move out what's our next step you know we try to rationalize in our minds and try to figure out like okay here's my ultimate goal and we try to figure out logistically how we're going to get there and we want to plan out our lives and construct this monster plan to get (laughs) that stuff done and it gets really confusing and of course faith a lot of times is just okay trust the lord take the first step Next, trust the Lord. Take the next step. And and you take steps in faith. You know, as Jeremy, that Jeremy Camp song a few songs ago was saying, you know, you're walking by faith. And it's a walk. It's like, it's not like you don't know where the end's going to be. And Daniel's in this situation. He didn't read the story. And, uh, and he's being faced with a situation going, okay, this is what I think I need to do. Of course, I don't know really what's going to happen in 10 days. I trust the Lord's going to be there for me. So I'm going to take the first step. And he takes the step. And in 10 days, he's proven to be stronger. You know, and then he takes another step. And it says that the king, in three years, at the end of the days, which was a three-year training program, you know, the king interviewed him and found that he was above and beyond everyone else. It says, and in all matters of wisdom and understanding, the king examined them and he found them 10 times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in his realm. 10 times a better now i don't know what kind of factor he maybe it was a test and they get scored 10 times higher than everybody else in the score yeah. um but god took care of the things that were important for the people in the world to give them favor with the king you know god took care of all the stuff that they were probably worried about man what happens if the king doesn't like us i mean we're probably gonna be dead or something who knows or locked in jail forever or whatever but God took care of them and gave them favor with man. They didn't have to attain that. They actually followed God and God rewarded them with that. And I think that's a key thing because we always get caught up in what's this going to look like with everybody else? How are we going to look if we do this instead of, man, I'm just going to follow the Lord and trust day by day that he's going to provide the blessing. Yeah, I think this is interesting to me because they stand up for what they believe in and they stand out. And they're counter to everything in their culture. And they're like blowing people's minds like, no, you can't do this. The king said you have to eat this stuff. You need protein, not just vegetables, man. What I do is I'm like, I can't stand out too much because then I'm going to be a reproach. (laughs) You know, know, I'm going to turn people off from the Lord. You know, we use these excuses basically to fit in. 
and we're like, well, we're just going to kind of sneak in and be undercover Christians. We're going to do. Yeah, okay. He stood up. God rewarded him by people being like, wow, I respect you for standing up. That's pretty amazing. Well, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. Satisfy me, December radio. And God is always going to satisfy us. He's not going to say, look at all this awesome stuff that you have to abstain from and just like put it behind a glass barrier and you're just stuck there looking at it. You can't have it. (laughs) Meanwhile, here's your bran muffin. (laughs) You're like, oh, I don't need any more bran. (laughs) Celery sticks. Ah, No, not at all. It's not like that. And um, I was just going off of what we had started in the last segment. It's interesting that we often get like this, we we get a trip about like, oh, I can't do this because it's going to be so difficult and all this. But God sometimes, he acts in mysterious ways and he blows our minds where he gets us to a point where he's like, yeah, I'm in control of this whole situation. You realize that, right? And my way's better. And when you do what I say, sit back and watch what can happen. And Daniel was probably like, what? Like, I thought I was going to get beaten on for rejecting the king's food, but they were like, hey, yeah, nobody should be eating this crap. <laughs> you know, it was like, this stuff's nasty. Let's get, let's get them eating vegetables and water. I thought yeah. that was just pretty amazing. And, and they reward, God rewarded them for their faithfulness and their boldness. And meanwhile, I sit around like, I can't, I can't do that because then people won't like me and then they won't like Jesus because they don't like me. You know? <laughs> 10 times better. 10 times. Yep. So... If it's if it's what the world is after, just remember that God's what God's after and what God wants for you is always at least ten times better. Thanks for listening to our friends Brent and Jeff on the Altar Life. They rock. All right, that was Toby Mac. I'm for you. We've kicked this series off in Daniel in chapter one and looking at Daniel and his buddies Shadrach, Meshach, and Abed and Nego. And um, man, we're just I'm just feeling blessed and uh, encouraged to just, you know, look at the situations we're in tonight and as a collective body of listeners and people out there and realize, you know, God has our backs and he wants the best for us. And, you know, we're challenging Psalms to taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, eat of the king's delicacies, taste, taste them, taste and see that the Lord is good. He's got so much to offer to us. And man, we could choose to eat the good stuff of this world and, you know, just kind of end up average and end up like everybody else. Or we can choose to eat the good things of the kingdom of heaven and, um, man, be 10 times better off at least. Yeah. I mean, I love that he, God puts like a figure there. It's like 10 times. It's yeah. like pff, crazy. Yeah. He doesn't just say, and they were accepted among, you know, it was like they were 10 times better. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. And, um, you know, you see that the favor that, you know, Daniel, and we'll go on in the series, there's a lot of times, like, they were just known for being rebels. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, it's those guys again. They're not doing what the king wants. And the king, he always gets angry, and then he's like, wait, you're right. Because <laughs> yeah, God, right. God puts him in his place. And it's so remarkable that God stands by faithful people. You know, yeah. that's not like, oh, wow, you've really got some guts. I, I didn't ask you to stand up for me like that. <laughs> you know, God's not, like, shocked by their behavior. Like, no, 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 don't be too contrarian or don't be the guy that says things that aren't kosher <laughs> and i just think that um we get we get afraid for our own skin yeah so much and after this series you know i think we're all going to be challenged about that because yeah. daniel didn't think anything of his own skin at all 
remember it says, you know, if God is for us, who can be against us? You know, it's like, it doesn't make any sense. It's like not even a, a thought we should be worrying about. Um, so, I don't know. I'm just excited about where we went tonight and what we've talked about. And, you know, I just want to challenge everyone. I'm being challenged just to take that application to my own life and go, you know, what are the things that I'm just not walking completely in the Lord's plan because I'm scared of what's around me or I just want to fit in or, you know, it doesn't make sense based on what I know of the world. It's never going to make sense if I make that decision. How does, how do we apply that to our lives tonight? You know, and, um, you know, pray about that tonight and see what God has for you. And um, we're going to keep going in this Daniel series in the next couple of weeks. So stay tuned next week for that. And until next week, be cool cats. Live for Christ. The Altar Life. Music, Music truth, truth, real, period. period.